0: hey guys welcome uh, the 831 podcast episode 11 these have been as I'm sure you know slow of late but I've been super busy um, training for the X peer and I've had a couple of times where I've had some guests lined up and things haven't come together um, those podcasts will be coming out to you as soon as I'm back from the X peer but over the last couple of weeks I've been paragliding as much as possible, flying as much as possible, training for the X-Pier, so yeah, working full-time, trying to raise sponsors for that and training for it has been enough really and I have had a couple of people booked in that I was looking to get done and I'm really looking forward to speaking with those people but yeah I've just been busy and I haven't managed to get anything done, I recorded a couple of pa- uh, van casts, the, the audio quality was crap and I'd rather not put it out there than just put out there something f- just for the sake of it so yeah that's why we are where we are. Um, this one is me and Nige. Uh Nigel just impromptu came down yesterday because I'm off to the X Pier, he swung by and He stayed the night, so we got together, watched the England match together, and then just did a podcast, like, got together and had a chat, it was fun, enjoyable, mainly me ranting, and uh, yeah, hopefully you enjoy it, and it sort of rekindles the 831 podcast, and then when I get back, I can really put some effort into putting these out then, once the X Pier is out of the way, um, that's not to... That obviously sounds derogatory, but it's not derogatory, it's just it is a lot of my time. So once that's done, once we're out of the way, the XP is done and we're finished. Um there will obviously be more of these and I can commit more time to to doing stuff like this as I'm not spending three to four hours of a day of XP prep. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to getting some more of these done. Um as always, sponsorship wise, sponsored by Trojan Nutrition. Um Always been my sponsor throughout my whole fight career and they are going to always be a sponsor of this podcast, so Trojan Nutrition. Skywalk Paragliders, um, I can't thank them enough for taking me on as a team pilot for the X-Pier, so Skywalk Paragliders are sponsoring this. UK Airsports, um, Rich at UK Airsports has been a great help for the X-Pier, been really good advice someone to talk to, he's helped me me out financially and he's the main Skywalk importer in the UK so yeah for all your Skywalk needs speak to Rich at UK Airsports and then other people too many to mention have helped sponsor me, Trekology um, lots of people who have helped me for the uh, Xpeer so I am going to do an Xpeer based podcast probably when i get back so i'll spot i will mention all sponsors include links to websites etc in that one but for now this is just me and nigel king talking crap so as i say i hope that it's uh rekindles the 831 podcast and as soon as i'm back from the xp i can put more effort into these so i hope you enjoy and i'll see you on the next one Okay, so, nice, welcome back, uh, 831 podcast number 11. 11. 11. How is it? What's been going
1: on? Uh, loads. <laughs> okay, loads. let's leave it there then. Loads. No, let's not yeah. get too into it. I'm, I'm wondering what this is actually going to sound like on your one mic.
0: Yeah, we've had um, some difficulties with Te- the technical mic. Technical issues. Yeah, technical issues with the mic, so this episode is brought to you via one Microphone until I can figure out what's going on with it. But I just spent an hour fiddling, and it's just, you know, it's late as well. It's 10 past 11. i got so much to do before my race. So I have, like, loads to do. It's 10 past 11 at night. And, yeah, the mics are playing up. So we're on one microphone. We hope that the sound quality is good enough for you to at least listen to.
1: Yep, and there is a bonus. You didn't smash your laptop up.
0: Well... I
1: mean, there was talk of it. There was definitely
0: talk of it. I'm not the best, as you know, with situations like this. So, but I didn't. So that's one good thing, right?
1: Yeah, well, definitely. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so and we
1: have one good mic. Yeah. The other one's in pieces, mind, <laughs> across the other side of the room. <laughs> it's, uh, looks yeah, like one of so. them Jedi <laughs> balls. You know that the Luke Skywalker had? Yeah. The, uh, if anyone's ever seen the podcast, Mike, they're like a, a big ball they're a mate legs. called
0: blue so they're a mate called blue and are they are them? uh
1: pardon are you plugging them
0: no i'm not plugging them because they are off to something else free no it's called a blue snowball um and like they've been absolutely fantastic and i really like using them except for some reason i don't know what's going on whether it's the microphone or the app voice meter but the app has crashed a lot tonight so it could be the app i guess uh so, yeah, I don't really know, but we are down to one microphone. I'm hoping that the test quality comes across in the output quality and it's usable.
1: Don't throw the other one away. No. Or I'll wait. throw it in the air and we get the lightsabers out.
0: <laughs> yeah, so we'll just wait and see how it, uh, how it comes out. But yeah, so at least we're bringing a podcast out to you. And it's been a while for me, been super busy.
1: Well, you are a single bloke. Um, you know
0: what I mean? I've like I've been crazy busy and I've had a couple of letdowns on podcasts. So they are coming soon, definitely. The people who've let me down haven't let me down because they're not reliable. It's just people are busy, you know. People got shit going on. And I'm um, reliable. Yeah. And so, yeah, I've been super busy with training for the Xperia and flying. Paragliding weather is obviously upon us and there's been lots of good flying Trips to, to Scotland and all sorts of cornering fighters, lots been going on, so I just haven't had a chance to sit down, really, um, and I haven't really seen you much for probably a good six weeks or so, and we didn't get a chance last time, it was just a flying visit, so we didn't get a chance for a catch-up, but here we are.
1: That's right. Yeah. And I wasn't even going to come down, was I?
0: No, sort of a surprise visit. Yeah. There you yeah, you go. were nearby. So. so it's
1: a surprise podcast.
0: Definitely. As much for us as it is for everybody else. Yeah. So, you've been, uh, since you since I saw you last, you're probably three stone lighter. Yep. Yeah. What's been going on? What's, what's that all about?
1: Well, I decided after uh, looking in the mirror one day and seeing this fat bloke that, uh, you shouldn't be around actually, boys anymore. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't be around Roy <laughs> anymore. Now, uh, I actually just thought about my health really and uh, lots gone on in the last six months. And uh, obviously Molly, my daughter, uh, started dieting in January. She's actually lost nearly the best part of six stone, uh, which is amazing. So I just decided to sort of, in February, start walking. So I went out and I started walking uh, just to get a little bit of extra weight off and get a bit fitter. And I'd been promising myself for a long time that I'd go to the gym. But like everyone, there's always tomorrow. And uh... Stop
0: covering your mouth when you're speaking, mate. Oh, yeah, because we've, we've only got one mic.
1: Yeah. yeah. I have to cover my mouth before I start eating. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. No, so I decided to start walking so that I could get myself a little bit fitter and then start going to the gym. And that's what I did. I joined the gym in February. And uh, I haven't been out of it, basically. I... Uh, change my diet, and I know that you're gonna go on about this in a minute about how you've been telling me for like ten years that I should be I should be following this diet well, and then I've told you about the diet I'm on well it's and just so you well, you could tell them
0: well because I
1: like this because you get really irate. Right, yeah well babe.
0: no it's not that like I get irate it's just like you you do what everybody does and you're meant to be my mate. You've seen me lose loads of weight for fights. You've seen me train personal training clients See, and you ask me great. you ask me about diet. I tell you exactly what to do and you completely ignore me. Not even not even listen a little bit. You completely ignore what I tell you. You get massively fat. And then you go on, You ask me again about diet, and then you crash all your weight off again because you completely ignore what I say. And then you get massively fat again. And then now you did this diet because Molly started doing this diet. You, you did this diet, and you came back and you told me how good this diet was. I asked you what it was, and you said... Oh, basically, it's like ketogenic diet. I'm not eating any carbs. Right, so the diet that I told you about about seven years ago, so you completely ignored me for all this time now to tell me how good the diet that I told you about years ago actually works.
1: (laughs) That's quite funny, don't I?
0: No 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 not funny in the <laughs> I slightest think
1: everyone will be been listening to this and laughing no. <laughs> they, <laughs> apart from you
0: yeah yeah apart from me
1: it's just but it does so, work people but nothing just to, str- just to, it, just to say it does yeah
0: work. 100% it works which is why I've invested so much of my time in helping people with this exact diet and there's nothing more stressful or annoying than when you're you're asked advice from somebody you give it to them they completely ignore you and then tell you that it doesn't work and then they come back and tell you give you your advice back and praise it and it's nothing it's the same the same with falconry and flying sparrow the amount of people who must piss you off flying sparrow who completely ignore you fuck it up then come back and tell you the best way to do it and it's exactly what you told them in the first place
1: yeah
0: that's exactly the same to you
1: really
0: uh, no 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 exactly that's exactly what you have done yeah and not just you look that that goes for everybody because there's many people who I who've helped but you obviously for free all my diet advice to oh, give you for well, thanks for, for, that, for mate. free well, I appreciate and it that. takes yeah but it just it takes molly to go away and do it and then you come back and tell me how good it is but hey you you're, you've lost the weight you're looking healthier you are listening more and you look, you look ten times better, you look healthier, you look fitter. You still make some huge mistakes that really bother me. One of which is you weighing yourself. Okay. I have a real issue with you weighing yourself. A massive issue with is you weighing yourself. Because your body issues and your issues are nothing to do with how heavy you are. They're only to do with how fat you are.
1: So well, Actually, I'm, I'll just clarify that. I'm not fat. Anymore. Anymore. Yeah, so right. your
0: issue is with how fat you are so if you're not fat now you're happy but if you get fatter you'll have issues with it so your yeah. issue is with how fat you are yeah yeah so the issue you have with is with how fat you are there's very little correlation between how fat you are and what you weigh because you kept saying to me before about six, seven weeks ago you kept saying to me oh well I'm 16, stone 4 I only want to get down to 15, stone 2 um, I want to look like I've got abs stop, stop, stop How do you want to look? I want to be, you know, I want to be like in a medium and I want to have a little bit of abs and I want to have some good shape on me. So weight is irrelevant. Your weight's absolutely irrelevant. Your only reason you use your weight is because it's like a morale booster if you see your weight going down, but then you'll get so fixated on your weight that it will affect your dieting, i.e., oh, I don't want to be below 15 stone because if I'm below 15 stone I'm too skinny. Well, that's not necessarily the case. Like, what are you weighing now? 14, 12. 14, 12. Go back three months. If I'd have said to you 14, 12, would you have thought that would have been too light for you? Um, probably. Yeah. So, there's absolutely no reason for you to weigh yourself if your goal is to look good. If you just want to look to... If you want to look where you feel good, where you feel happy, how you look, then weighing's irrelevant. Go to the point where you suddenly look in the mirror and you say to yourself, "I really like how I look." And then when you when you're at that point, you weigh yourself, I've and you realise that, that I've been doing
1: that for 15 years, mate.
0: Yeah, and that's how you got in this situation in the first place. <laughs> Basically, having absolutely no regard for or self-respect for how you look, because there's no way you were over eighteen stone if you had any respect or regard for how you look.
1: <laughs> I rocked 18 stone, mate. Well, over, actually, you, rolled. Stone. you rolled the 18 <laughs> You have to roll with it. You, know I mean? <laughs> you or have to have roll, a roll with, it. with it. Or a couple of rolls even. Um, but that's actually cutting the rolls out and the bread has made a massive... Carbohydrate. It's, oh, not, it's not the rolls the, or the bread. They're,
0: bread is obviously a massive issue.
1: We, we we nickname it. Me and Molly call it the Breville.
0: The Breville. The Breville. The, Breville. As in the bread devil. Yeah.
1: The yeah. bread devil. The Breville. Um...
0: It, and it is. It is super bad. Bread and pasta. These are the two things. Bread I love more than anything. And I do still eat bread. But I could. I easily go three months sometimes with no bread. And then I might have two slices in a week. That I might even have a whole loaf in a day. Then I might not touch it again for three months. So just don't... It's not a part of my diet.
1: It's every now and again I'll have bread. It's how people perceive it. Because sometimes i see people that go, Oh, I was really healthy this week. i I go up in the morning, i porridge and an orange juice. And then... A jacket potato for lunch. Yeah. (laughs) And then some sandwiches for dinner. And you're like, Christ. It's understanding. So bad. Lack of
0: understanding. But see, this is the thing as well. It's weird because I massively advocate the ketogenic or a ultra low carb diet. Ketogenic, I call it ketogenic how I diet, but I'm not sure that it's necessarily the right term because not everybody who does this diet is in ketosis so it's not necessarily the right term for the diet that I use and I do manipulate what would be the ketogenic diet somewhat as well but I know people who have quite a high carb diet and moderate fat and they're losing lots of weight I can't do that (coughs) if I do that if I have carbohydrate in my diet and moderate fat my weight won't fall off yeah
1: well I've tried all that and it didn't work for me
0: no and the biggest issue for me with A carbohydrate-rich diet is the health issues. Nothing to do with my weight. It's the inflammatory issues that come along with carbohydrates and sugars. So with having Parkinson's disease, MS in my family, um, Alzheimer's in my family, obviously getting punched in the head a lot, there's certain elements of my life where I try and alleviate or limit the chances of those neurological uh Diseases, and with the amount of research that there is now between gut biomes, neurological diseases um inflammation of the body, for me, dropping carbohydrate from my diet is more about health as it is about weight.
1: Oh I think that's helped Molly immensely because obviously with her arthritis, and she had this thing with her neck with the inflammatory stuff going on with her neck, and since she started the diet, she has had their problems, yeah, so. Yeah. I, which,
0: with research that I've studied, um, which started for me really with the Marxist and primal diet is where I really started to put my focus in, because so people always mention and it still seems to have a, f- a fame is the Atkins diet, and I think the Atkins diet was very similar, but it didn't, it wasn't based on a lot of research. And then you've got people like Mark Sissons with his primal diet, etc., who put a bit more research into what was happening. And then now we're at a point where lots of people have studied these diets and they've come up with something like the ketogenic diet. Now, I call my, my diet the ketogenic diet, but I, I eat quite a bit of sugar um, in comparison to many who would be on a ketogenic diet. I don't eat bread, I don't eat pasta, I don't eat rice, I don't eat potatoes, but I eat chocolate. I can't. I can't not eat
1: chocolate. Oh, can't not eat chocolate? Yeah, exactly. have just done
0: two packets of chocolate peanuts while yes, watching the football. Yeah, that's true. So I like I like that. And I the other day I did a ten and a half mile walk. Halfway round, I stopped and had a cream tea, like a scone with jam and cream. And my mate took a picture and he's like, "I can't believe you're eating that. That's carbs. That's a." And went, but but my body is utilising so much stores that by having a scone. A cream tea. A scone i scone or scone? Is it a scone, scone or a scone? scone? It's a scone, definitely. Okay. It wasn't scone until I finished it. <laughs> it's gone now. <laughs> um, so my body can remain in ketosis or a, ketogen- or a ketogenic state even though I have that much sugar because I'm utilizing all of those resources. If you were someone who's not, say, doing a 10-mile walk that day followed by a 15-mile walk the next day, then perhaps you can't eat a scone and still remain ketogenic. Does that make sense? Just,
1: well, yeah, because I looked into it. I mean, citric acid can bring you out of ketosis. Just yeah. a tiny bit of citric acid in a yeah. drink. Yeah, yeah. so this is But then something the some works differently for different yeah, bodies. Yeah,
0: for fruit. like Fruit's obviously very rich in citric acids. So people will believe that they're doing well by having fruit juices or smoothies. Like People go on these smoothie diets, which is all well and good, but having a smoothie, a fruit-based smoothie within a normal diet is a huge amount of sugar. Now, perhaps you're not putting on any weight, but that amount of sugar is it still has all the negative uh, health effects, as in inflammatory uh, processes, etc., which are the things that I'm trying to alleviate. Um, and because m- more so since my m- migraines as well, I... So I, I, my migraines, I started taking magnesium. Doctors give me... I've tried five or six different types of of tablets for my, for my migraines. I've tried not drinking caffeine, not having cheese, not having dairy. All of these things and nothing made a difference. I would still get migraines and cluster migraines, you know, five, five or six days in a row. Started taking magnesium, touch wood, one migraine in the last eight months. Yeah. So I do... And that's not me talking shit. That's me. I've done. I did that. I tried that. I started taking magnesium because I did lots of research and people were saying magnesium, magnesium. I I t- started taking magnesium, and boom, that was it. One in eight months. Now I'll probably end up with a migraine tomorrow now because I've said it and I've, t- and I've tempted fate. But I it. It worked for me, that's not bollocks, that worked for me, and I take magnesium every single day now without fail. The first thing I bought to go in my first aid kit for when I go away for the um X pair is I have three different tubs of magnesium products in my in my case so that I have magnesium constantly because I'm that much of a believer. So th- this diet these dietary supplements or uh, taking stuff out of your diet like sugar. I'm a massive believer because they work for me. I've seen them work for me. I've had the results work for me and they've worked for clients of mine. So for you as well, not even for you, from, from seeing what Molly's done, it's further um, it further solidified my opinion that these diets can and will cure or benefit lots of really bad health issues.
1: What do you think about this... Uh... I think it's been in the news at the moment about the young lad with the, uh, the cannabis. Yeah.
0: So I don't, for me, if someone's ill and there's a treatment, you give them the treatment. That's part of human rights, right? So yeah. the CBD oil, and specifically in his case, it's the THC, which is a psychoactive yeah, element. Yeah. It's really good. And so they've legalised a lot of CBD for out the, war, out the world, but it's a THC element for him that's really good. So that's a bit that's still illegal. But for me, surely human rights say if you have a product that cures someone's illnesses with no side effects, you give them that product. Yeah. I see. I don't see what's taken so long. I don't see... Why we're in a position where this needs to be questioned? You know, you will regularly be given medicines that are confirmed to be addictive. You can buy codeine over the counter. Codeine is available in Boots, Tesco's. You can go and buy codeine. Codeine is very, very addictive. Confirmed. Says on the packet, "What what dose should you take? Watch how how much of this you take and for how long a period, because it's so addictive." and yet there's no addictive qualities to cbd or thc or marijuana and yet it's questioned i don't i'm not gonna buy into the conspiracy theory element of why they don't want it released all these people saying it cures cancer or they don't do it because they can't tax it i'm not none of those things i i'm not i'm not buying into that i think it's it can be a case where the pharmaceutical industry will lose so much money with plant-based medicine. And also, for years, the pharmaceutical industry has told everybody that holistic medicine is absolute bullshit. And they will have to relinquish all of those claims. So I think maybe that could be holding it back. But more so, I think it's people don't want to admit they're wrong. There's no science. So people don't want to admit, shit, we didn't... This this is actually does work. Yeah.
1: Like a medieval cure, really.
0: Yeah, it's like, I mean, I don't know the history of,
1: of medicinal cannabis, but, well, it's always been a plant. It's always been around.
0: <laughs> <Yes>. Marijuana has <laughs> always been a plant. I can't argue with that, mate. With that sort of wisdom, mate, I can't argue <laughs> there with that. So um, it's always yes, been around. It has, but I don't know how much. Who was the first person to to pick a bit up,
1: roll it up in a bit of paper? I go, cool. Oh, that feels good. Yeah,
0: and why? I reckon they probably weren't rolling it in paper no no they were probably um, just I reckon somebody chucked it on a fire or something at one yeah. point and that just came about we got a
1: load of these horrible plants let's just burn them all
0: yeah and then probably no. end up off their nut no, yeah and thought oh, actually this is all actually it's
1: right. not so bad that
0: <laughs> but I think <gasps> these now that these things are coming to life so for me I don't take any anti-inflammatories ibuprofen aspirin, nothing anything you don't I'll take like. any ibuprofen no no, don't, do not take ibuprofen well, I take turmeric every single day turmeric and black pepper every single day and I add turmeric to my food and I add turmeric to any shakes that I make uh, every single day if you look in that tub that's just at the end of the sofa which is my first aid box in there you'll find a tub of 120 turmeric tablets turmeric in and black pepper in between the magnesium magnesium's in there as well yeah and you're more than welcome to lift the lid and check but that, those are staples for me. I take turmeric every single day without fail. Um, I, turmeric, zinc, uh, magnesium, because I do. I, I these are they have properties that are proven. They do work, and people can say that holistic medicine is like a a witch doctory voodoo thing. But I I believe in it. It works, you know. Like I, I believe in CBD. I believe in Marijuana, It's helped me for hard sparring sessions when you're all bashed up. Would me. you eat a monkey's foot? I mean, I would eat any, any animal's foot because I'm like that. I'd like to... Try, I want to try, <laughs> okay. try everything. I want to try everything. I remember I was I remember in Thailand. You had,
1: you, um, no, I actually remember you eating a deer's bollock once. Yeah, I did eat a deer's do bollock you remember? once. Yeah. In Scotland, you in ate Scotland. a deer's bollock.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I do remember, yeah. Yeah, yeah and uh, I've also eaten hair testicles. Raw, straight from... Still warm because Billy said he'd buy me a three-course dinner if I ate hair bollocks. And for me, I would have eaten them for nothing. Like, it's just, it's <laughs> it's food, it's protein, it's... You know, I don't look at an animal and think, oh, that's disgusting. I look at it and think it's a food source. Ooh, I wonder what
1: that will taste like. Well, it's not even what it bit, tastes like. It's a have, food source. We don't want to talk about, about eating animals and stuff. <laughs> eating it's animals like, People get offended.
0: No, but don't listen to my podcast if you get offended by people eating animals. If you're a vegan... And you don't want to hear people talk about eating well, animals or killing cross animals. Cross, yeah, this isn't the podcast for you. If you're a vegan and you're and you have understanding and you can relate and you are and you realize that other people don't live your way of life, then listen. Listen to the podcast. I mean I so I don't condemn a vegan lifestyle. He's
1: Mr. Spock, he was a vegan, wasn't he?
0: What, what, the real Mr. stotts Mr. Yeah. As in Patrick, not Patrick Stewart. Patrick,
1: Sorry,
0: Patrick. No, it was Nimrod. Yeah. Leo, Leo, Leroy, Leo, Leroy, 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 Leroy. 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 No. no. <laughs> Leonard
1: Leonard Nimrod. <laughs> Leonard Nimrod. Le- no. Finding Nimrod. <laughs> Do you know Leonard Nimrod
0: directed The Three Men and a Baby?
1: Did he? Or was it? Three know. men
0: and a lady. One of them. Three <laughs> okay. men and a baby, really or three men and a lady. Two films. He directed it. Yeah, they had two different fields based on the same yeah, thing. He
1: wasn't. He wasn't a vegan. Was he? Was a Vulcan?
0: <laughs> <laughs> why did I indulge? I that? don't
1: know. it we just went off on a tangent. <laughs> yeah, did. Then.
0: But yeah, I. I, I eat meat. I would eat any single meat that's put in front of me. There's not a... If you want me rat, I would eat rat. If you want me human leg, I would eat I human leg. I
1: actually saw a really good documentary on rats the other day. Was you ever it got called Rats? Yeah, the Rats. The yeah, one. I've not watched Have it Have you seen yet. it? The guy with the cigar. On oh, Netflix. I've not watched oh, it yet. fantastic. Harry. Especially the bit about uh, Vietnam and stuff. you got to watch yeah. it. Yeah. It's cool. It's I do cool. need... It's Harry was cool, saying cool cool
0: that at one point... At one point, they find a, a bug or a mite on a rat, and they didn't know what it was. Nobody knew what this yes, thing was.
1: It's really good. It's, it's it's well worth watching, and it gives you a whole new insight to rats.
0: <coughs> yeah, I would. Uh, I do keep meaning to watch it, but again, it's time having spare time to sit and watch a documentary like that. Um, but I do, I do really want to watch it. So maybe over the next couple of days, I might get to. But yeah. So yeah, anyway, we went off, like, I've just been fucking talking now for like 20 minutes or something, so we were on about your diet, and about Molly and stuff, yeah, and 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 you were saying that it's helped with her arthritis,
1: and... Yeah, definitely, and it's helped with a, a, you know, sort of a, in general, she's just a different person, I feel that, like, you know, it's, uh, when you lose a lot of weight like that... It really affects your mind as well, your mindset. So what, that's like a third of her body weight, right?
0: Six stone yeah. must have been a third of her body weight. Yeah, yeah. So to lose a third of your body weight must a must feel amazing when you just step out of bed in the mornings.
1: Do you know what? I haven't seen her run <coughs> since she was ten. Yeah, she's twenty five now, and I see her run all the time now. So yeah, it's just it's just really weird to see you know to see the difference. And the difference in her as a person, her confidence and stuff, and, you know, yeah, it's great. I mean, but fair play. I mean, I, at, the, at the beginning, I was like, I didn't know how it was going to turn out. You know, I thought, oh yeah, she might stick to this. She might not, but <coughs> she has stuck to it religiously. And, uh, yeah, fair play. I mean, that's a lot of weight to lose. We were working weight. out the other day with what things she should. I've lost three Labradors. <laughs>
0: Yeah, she's
1: with dogs. Four car tyres. Four car tyres, three Labradors. There was uh, another few things as well. I don't know. But it was just it was working out what things weighed. Yeah. yeah. So it's, you look them up and on, on say, oh, well, I've actually. I think I lost a. I don't know, bulldog or something like that. <laughs> a bulldog. A bulldog in weight. It's,
0: look, it, that is. It's huge. What she's lost is a massive amount of weight. A huge amount of weight. Um, I obviously lose. If If you picked it up,
1: put it in a suitcase. You'd fucking struggle to carry it. Yeah, as a dead weight.
0: Definitely, and it is a massive weight for her to have lost, and I bet she feels amazing. And well, we're We're going to get on a
1: hopefully get her on a podcast so she can. Yeah, I do. I would like like to speak to her just because other things, other
0: things as well, like the stuff she's she's doing with with, uh, the Owl Academy, etc. And she's really funny, so she she will be a really cool guest. But um. Yeah, I bet. I bet it's life changing. I mean, I can't, I can't relate because I've never been obese. I guess she was obese, you know. I've never been obese or overweight in the slightest. Yeah, I've I so,
1: told her that many times. What's laughing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She like she was people obese, used to follow you. her about of a tuba. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but
0: but, I. So my only way that I can relate is knowing how a healthy lifestyle makes you feel and the energy that I have when I'm eating healthy versus when I'm eating shit. I mean...
1: I don't like eating shit now. Even when I see people... I know it sounds really hypocritical, but when I'm obviously staying in the hotels and that through work and I have steak every night when I'm in the hotels and I never have chips and I see people like ordering steak, big, fucking great portion of chips and I'm like, how can you eat that shit? When I used to eat it every day. Yeah. So I just my body just doesn't really want to eat that I stuff look, anymore.
0: Yeah, I couldn't even tell you the last time I ate chips, um, and beer. Oh. I can't even think about drinking beer now; it makes yeah, me feel ill. I haven't drank. Obviously, I haven't drank for ages. But I've got another friend called um, Paragliders. You've got another pilots. friend. Yeah, uh, paraglider pilots who are listening will know him, Joe Dart. So Joe messaged me one Joe day. Joe Darts. Joe Dart he messaged me one day he said Wes I'm really interested in this ketogenic diet you keep banging on about I really need to sort my shit out Um, he's not was by no means overweight in the slightest he said I really need to sort my shit out Um, this epilepsy and stuff you reckon it can help that so I had a chat with him about all the benefits that I thought it had like neurologically um, biologically all all the things that I thought it can help with but I did say to him Joe it's going to be horrendous for the first couple of weeks (coughs) It's gonna be terrible. Eradicating sugar from your diet oh, makes you the, feel like I had shit. the headaches and I yeah.
1: I felt weak and I Cravings. thought I'm not gonna be able to do this. But then after a couple of weeks I I just started feeling alright. Yeah, your body just so like used I suppose to it. it's like giving up well, it's not like giving up. It must be much harder to give up smoking or actually giving up food is
0: Nobody gives up food like they die.
1: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um but i know people that die if they give up smoking yeah. so
0: look but so he said to me i saw him uh, and he rang me he said where's well, fuck this diet mate so i fucking feel like shit he said nearly shit my pants the other day when i was on robbery because he was taking mct oil and coconut oil in his uh coffees to keep his fats really high for energy he said like, i just feel like shit i'm just fed up with it i mean, i was like joe Oh, so my exact text back was, yeah, now we're in the diet. We're in the, diet. I think in so the zone. Good. Yeah, let's go. And of course, he's like, he's seeing the negative side of it. And I'm literally just like, yeah, but yeah, we're getting there. And then a few days later, he texts me. He's like, so I think I'm having this. What do you think about this? So he's still on it. And I saw him about two weeks after that. We were at the North South Cup. And he said, mate, that diet changed my life. He said, I swear to God, mate. He said it's changed my life. He said I feel amazing. I wake up with more energy. My skin feels good. He said I'm taking a quarter of one of my uh, epilepsy tablets, and I reckon my iodons are bigger. <laughs> so, no, I've not noticed anything in my reactions, no, but noticed that. no. But the but fact that, like, no, I've
1: been single for a while now—it's so
0: <laughs> true, yeah. Um, and you've always been a massive, break. and I'm
1: always looking in. I'm always looking into the phone so I never actually look <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that he's on a quarter of his
0: epilepsy tablet like, I was like mind blown he's like honestly said I I honestly can say it's changed him so it's someone else who I mean I'm not I'm not saying oh I helped him change it' It's to me I just told him the diet I didn't put any science into it whatsoever I just shared a diet with him but uh, it just further solidifies for me the fact that this is the way to go, you know? And you have more energy. Molly, she's up running around, got more energy. Her joints are obviously a lot better for her arthritis. And then there's you. You look much better. Because I said to you at the beginning of the year, you won't make it past the the end of this year. I said to you, if you keep going the way that you're going now, you are going to have a heart attack or something bad's going to happen. You're not going to make it to the end of the year. And you, fair play, you've changed your diet up again. Hopefully you'll stick to it. And hopefully you'll continue to be... Healthier. I mean, you're training a lot now, right?
1: Yeah, all the time, twice a day. Twice a day. Yeah, it's uh, it's tough, but I like it. I've actually, it, like I said to you just now, it's it's not just about the the change in my body. It's my mindset as well. Is a lot different now. Especially when you're healthy in your body, it's healthy. You're healthy in your mind. It is true. You do feel. 100. It it does affect. And you, vice versa. You. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, um.
0: For me, that's a massive part of any diet that I give people is exercise. Um, exercise and training is a huge part of any diet that I give people because even to the point of you know doing two hundred press ups a day in your front room will completely change your energy for the day, the way you look at things, and couple it having good nutrition and good diet is brilliant. But having good nutrition, good diet, and exercise is fantastic.
1: So you do two hundred press ups and go, I will be able to have that Snickers bar today. Yeah, exactly.
0: I mean, and everyone if that's has your, a Snickers bar. If that's your reason for a Snickers bar, then do that. Have, like, burn off the Snickers before you eat it. If you're going to do press ups, if you, if you want to have the sugar, if you if you're only stopping for dietary needs and you want to be slimmer, then do that. Like, burn off the energy that you're consuming, basically. So. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I think that for me, exercise—not for me, for everybody—and not just for me, exercise coupled with diet is the key to healthy loss And people say to me all the time, "Oh, yeah, well, I just want to live the life I want. I just want to—if I want something, I want to have it." I'm like, you know, I get it, I get it. And if I want a pizza, I have a pizza. Hundred percent on a Sunday, one time, I'm like fuck, I'm getting pizza. Tonight. Sunday club, and I'll get literally, me I'll literally buy a large pizza and eat the whole thing to myself. No two words. Won't feel guilty in the slightest. If you want a kebab? I'll have a kebab, and then I might eat for ten days. I might eat completely clean, absolutely nothing. Then I might have two days in a row where I have burgers. Yeah, I have chips really, but I'll have a burger or something two days in a row, and I, that's what I will do because that's the way that I want to live my life now. If you're saying, oh yeah, well I can't be fucked with that, I just want to be able to have what I want to have. I always liken it to this. If you if you were to buy a Ferrari, a brand spanking new, lovely, gleaming Ferrari, would you go out in the streets, siphoning petrol out of old car tanks, draining the petrol out of the bottom of them? siphoning it out, taking it from all motorbikes to put in your Ferrari. You sound
1: you've actually done that mm-hmm. the way you sort of <laughs>
0: speaking. Oh, I misspent youth. Um, but would you do that? Would you put that in your £150,000 car? Would you go and siphon petrol out of an old stinking engine? Of course you wouldn't. You'll go to Shell and you'll use V power petrol. You don't mind spending the extra money for it because it's the best. So what I don't understand is you get given one ferrari that you've got for the rest of your life it's a ferrari it's a bugatti it's a mercedes it's your body that you get it's one a of them go yeah you get one of them that is it it's the top model that you can possibly so get so what would
1: you liken yourself to a ferrari or no a mercedes? all of
0: them all of them i'm i'm all of those things and I will run it on the best fuel that I possibly can. Every now and again, if you get a little bit skint, you don't quite go for the V-Power. You go for a slightly under and just get the normal unleaded or whatever, and you put that in. And that's what I think, you have a little bit of junk food and you're putting a little bit of the cheaper fuel into your Ferrari, but for the most part, I want to run my Ferrari on the best fuel that I possibly can. <coughs> and it blows my mind that people would spend 150 grand on a car, put only the best fuel in it, but it will fill their body full of shit. And not think twice about it. Oh well I just wanna live the life I wanna I wanna be happy. Okay, okay, but couldn't you be happy and enjoy those things whilst being healthy? You know? I just don't but hey, I'm not gonna I don't wanna I don't wanna sound like I'm a, a food Nazi and be banging on about it. I just you know, I I, I like nutrition. I like healthy eating. Yeah, I, and enjoy I like it And the cooking
1: side of it as well is quite interesting.
0: Hang on a minute. You stay in hotels every night, nearly, so you don't do any cooking. When you come here, I, can I cook sit and talk to you all, to, all the I time. I sit
1: and talk to the chef.
0: You live in a shed, so when do you? <laughs> when are you cooking? It's a
1: fucking hopper, up. Putting
0: something in a in a George Foreman grill is not cooking.
1: I don't have a George Foreman grill. No, I have a steamer. Right, you're not cooking. No, but what I'm saying is, I do go to my mum's house and do cook.
0: Yeah. You don't know, dear. I know that's what you're saying. <laughs> you don't actually do it. I
1: do. I was actually thinking about cooking today as it goes. On I was on my drive down, I was thinking about what I was gonna do next well,
0: week. The thing is, so Molly will probably listen to this podcast. So when and she, she said, does, Dad, Molly can comment underneath to tell us whether you go to your mum's to cook. I
1: do. Okay, well Molly she does but, actually Molly do all the cooking.
0: So you don't do it then? Yeah, you I go do. to your mum's to I eat. Do.
1: I do. I do I do I do some cooking okay quite so
0: molly will fill us in underneath this definitely. podcast okay so i look forward to to reading she validate me molly. <laughs> hopefully <laughs> mate we're gonna but we're gonna find out but yeah so i think nutrition is i i think it's a massive health benefit and that's proven by yourself i'm a molly basically i would say definitely how do you find with your back and stuff do you get less aches and pains with your back
1: you know what that's a well right so let's start from the beginning with that so when I was 26 I think it was I had my first spinal operation and the doctors said that's it mate you're fucked now you never play football. You? So basically, that's really. Harsh yeah. dogs.
0: <laughs> that's those weeds Weedswood no, doctors.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 took, was, what? Double do back, dog. Give it, me the prognosis.
1: It, <laughs> that's it, Governor. That's it. You are <laughs> fucked. You are fucked up. Oh, no, like, no. So they basically said, well, you can't do this no more. You can't play football. You can't do this. You can't do that. Uh, and 18 months later, I was back playing football again. And. You know, it hurts it always hurts but I got used to the pain now and then when I was I don't know how old I must have been about about in my late 30s I had another spinal operation and then they put a cage around my spine and they said again that same doctor he can't fuck you're was <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, no, another you doctor. The there's another doctor, he was a, a, a private a... doctor so he just oh, said okay. yeah you're back ain't looking too clever fella so uh. I said, don't do this, don't do that. So I completely ignored them, like I do. Started training again and uh, all the while I keep myself lively and I train. I don't really get that much pain. I think I get the pain when I sit around or sometimes, you know, my posture. And I've always, this is quite funny because when I was with Abby, right, I always used to say, she used to moan about the washing up. And I used to say, the one thing I couldn't do was wash up because of my posture, and it, well, I was actually telling the truth, and Mark Cook, a good friend of mine, he confirmed confirm because he had a spinal operation. he said the only thing he can't do is wash up, because it's your posture, the way you stand over a sink. I should imagine if I was a car mechanic, I'd be completely bollocksed, because of the way that you're holding your, your back, and that's when I get pain in that sort of position. Uh, sometimes I get a bit of pain if I work parts of my back quite hard, but I do take anti-inflammatories, but, I try not to, because I I only really want them. So later on in life, I might need them. So I don't want to, you know, get well, my body used on, to. Them.
0: Later on in life you one. I have a gut left if you keep taking out the inflammatories. <laughs> <'Cause laughs> yeah, but don't take it's So a lot bad of for you, really bad for your for your gut. Oh, so yeah, you no. want to try and alleviate that. You would be a better case for CBD, and and stopping them getting on the CBD oils get rid of the anti-inflammatory because they are so bad for your gut biome. They're killing all your good bacteria in your stomach. Yeah, Absolutely like killing it. So, ditching them and getting on to yeah, well, something I don't, I don't really, really take a lot.
1: Now and again I will, but <coughs> the thing is, yeah, regarding me back, yeah, I mean, I still train every day twice a day. I lift heavy weights, I I'll, I'll run, and yeah, I mean, I I'll, I'll go through the pain barrier sometimes, but I think if I didn't, then I wouldn't be in the situation I am now. If I could just, if I just sat around, I'd have just got I'd never have been able to let Princess Leia go off that chain. <laughs> 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 so, hey, it's, uh, yes. You know, there yeah. you
0: go. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, obviously I've not had any big injuries like that to come back th- from. Give it time. So, yeah, yeah. Give, like next week. All the, the hard work.
1: What do you think about? How old are you now? 42?
0: I'm not even going to dignify that. Right,
1: okay, How old are you now?
0: 35.
1: 35, so... You know, you're getting to age now where you will, as you approach 40, that your body will start to change. And, like, uh, trust me, it does.
0: And, yeah, uh, my, and my body's of been the that the last five the to eight of,
1: years. You imagine how long I played football for. Now, my knees are slowly, like, becoming, you know, they're wearing because I'm I'm 50 now. So... I can't run around like I used to on a football no you, pitch. you probably you probably well, I no, can your to, body doesn't heal it's as not quickly as fi- it used to no
0: but it's not that you're 50 that's not so much the issue it's that you're 50 and for the last 10 years you've done fuck all that's the issue no
1: but so, I've done
0: loads in no, the time no you haven't since I've known you you've done fuck all like nothing you've done absolutely hardly fuck all you've done sp- fits and spurts of doing little bits here and there and you've not stuck to doing anything What have you done over the last 10 years that I've known you? What have you done? Give me a hobby that you've done all the time. You don't go out for a full season flying a bird. You don't go jogging all the time. You don't play football anymore. You don't go fishing. You don't go you haven't done any of these things you, as in you've done nothing active that's not say you've done fuck all with your life you're we, a waster what are you I'm saying? Saying. <laughs> <laughs> no but that's saying you've done that you haven't and you can lie to yourself as much as you want but i'm not gonna lie for you you've not done anything with your life you've not done anything active for the last 10 years you would do a bit of pads of me when i was training for the ultimate fighter we'd do a little bit of spar here in there but then you wouldn't do anything again for five months Then you do a little bit on the bag. Then you skip again for it. You've put
1: put plenty of grub away, that's for sure. And I've uh, made a fucking pity in my personal life as well.
0: Nah, that's just part of growth. Like, you can't... (laughs) Listen, it's not... I
1: don't... I've been active in fucking myself up. (laughs) Yeah, but
0: you... Like, it's not even that you fucked yourself up. You just... So it feels a bit patronizing being thirty-five telling a sixty year old how that they should fucking live their life and stuff. Sixty one.
1: <laughs>
0: um but I you can't you can't have a life where you look that you fucked it up. No, this this has been your life. There there was no other life. You haven't you didn't have you fucking two, turned into
1: Iman Andrews with a beard. Well you didn't
0: have two lives. You've not had two lives and oh you fucked this one up but no, this is your life, this is it, this is the only thing you know. You can't compare that to other people's lives and you can't think about what might have been because it, that's not your, this is your life, this is who you are. And you might have fucked up relationships and you might have fucked up with this, but that's that's still part of your life. There are instance, instances within your life or chapters within your story But this is still your life.
1: Characters within the story. Yeah, like that. That sounds good. Thanks.
0: I'll coin that one. Then that's fine. But they are. That's just. They are parts of your life, and you say you fucked up your life. You haven't, because this is still your life. Everything that's happening or happened is your life. All those other bits are moments in time, moments within that. And listen if you live a life where you go around and you're selfish and you don't give a fuck about hurting people and you're cruel and you're vindictive and you're sly, I can't support that. I wouldn't support it. And I And I would tell you, and you know, I would, you're in the fucking wrong. bit, And you know that I would do that, but that's not what you've done. You've lived the life that best suited you within the moment that you were in. And that's ended up being completely fucking shit a lot of the time for you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Completely shit. But at the same time, it's been completely brilliant as well. Like, you've seen a load of the world the last ten years. You've if you would have been with um Abby still, let's say, there's lots of the world that you wouldn't have seen. There's people who you wouldn't have caught up with caught up with. Old friends who you wouldn't have spent time with. You would have maybe had another kid now, or you would have maybe could have gone many different ways, and you would have missed out on many of the opportunities that you've that you have. Maybe Imperial wouldn't have gone as well as it did. Maybe the Owl Academy wouldn't have. Lots of things. If you would have not got with Mary, and you went fucked up in the way that you did, that you posted about on Facebook the other day, the only reason I mentioned this personal stuff is because you were open about it yourself the other yeah, day.
1: Yeah.
0: Had you not done that with Mary, had you not fucked up, you may have not seen the consequences. And you may have not then changed that for your own personal growth. Yeah. So that may have happened to you when you were 60 and you fucked up in those ways. And then there's no way back. So making those mistakes... What are you saying? I'm only going to live another 10 years. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> no. But yeah, you, that, those things... You fucking that up with Mary, which you did. You didn't. That's me just being using harsh terminology for well, basically for the sake for dramatic. It, 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 it no, you didn't. No, did. I don't think you fucked anything up with Mary. I think you and that. Mary were completely fucked, and it was never going to go anywhere. But you, instead of you addressing that and dealing with it like a grown up. You didn't, you took your ways out and you went selfish and you thought about you and you didn't consider how those things would be the consequence of other people. You didn't, and that's not me looking derogatory towards you because I know you didn't do that to hurt somebody, you just didn't look past you at that time. So what that did is so that give you the moment of reflection the other day and that will allow you the next time you're involved with somebody to recall those things recall those emotions recall those things that you thought and either have the bollocks to try and say you know what this isn't for me and i know it's going to hurt you but this isn't for me and it will give you the the strength to try and say i'm walking away from me or i'm doing this for me which had you not gone through that with mary you probably wouldn't be there you know because you have to learn that by one or two ways a personal growth going through it experiencing it and changing or you have to learn it from observing people and thinking that's not the route i'm going to go down at your age you'd observe that and you hadn't gone that route so you had to fuck up for yourself and that's again not fuck up you and mary fuck up a situation yeah so yeah i think that uh you know that's that's sort of where From from me, and you can tell me to fuck off. You can say, no, that's not how it was as much as you want. And maybe I am completely wrong. But from someone who was very close to you throughout Abby, breaking up with Abby, Mary, breaking up with Mary, Claire, breaking up with Claire, very close to you and knowing who you are as a person, that's my take on things. And I think you're the sort of person who'd beat yourself up rather than look to to figure out what actually went wrong you're the sort of person who would blame yourself mm. because that's easy right
1: yeah yeah yeah. yeah, so fuck off <laughs> 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 well i do you reckon it's gone we'll we, we get on this now we won't be able to fucking hear me or you because we've got one mic
0: people will be glad not to be able to hear me I yeah, actually they gonna probably think
1: fucking hell mate what a fuck-up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. You can, but uh, are you living your life to prove to everyone you're not a fuck-up?
1: I'm not actually a fuck-up.
0: No, but are you living your life to prove that to people?
1: No, no. No? So I'm actually... I feel, uh, I feel alright actually at the moment. I feel healthy. Uh, healthy knife for a long time. Uh, yeah, good job. Yeah, good job. Really like my job. Uh, doing things that I want to do.
0: Yeah. So. We got some plans
1: of, yeah. some stuff that we want to do. the plans. Yeah, the so plans be, that, exciting that I'm, stuff.
0: I'm excited about that. Like if, uh, when I get back from the ex um, I'm going to focus on fighting this year. and Really? Want, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want to fight what, really, this year. Really, really? Yeah, I'm going to fight. Not, not really, really focused. Like as in, I, I mean, I have a business, so my business comes before everything because of, I fuck up my business, it fucks up my brother and stuff. So I but I am gonna focus on fighting. I'm gonna put all the training efforts I've put in for the X pair will be focused on fighting. So I will be committed to fighting this year. Um <clears throat> but this little project that we've been talking about, I am gonna look at getting that off the ground when we get back. Yeah. So yeah, that'll be interesting.
1: Are we gonna give give a little
0: No. No No, no, fuck no. that. It's not. We'll wait until we till we have something in the bag first, but all right. i'm looking forward to that i really like I, yeah. I do often think about that little project so i think it'd be good yeah so
1: you heard it here first
0: <laughs> you heard it you heard it here first what did you hear absolutely fuck all <laughs> <laughs> but that fuck all's coming soon yeah.
1: coming it's coming
0: soon, soon, soon. to youtube <laughs> coming soon to youtube but yeah like i was saying like uh with you, like, the, the the instances that have led to who you are and the fuck ups and all these things that you call them, like, it's allowed you to travel and see stuff and shit, and surely you must. The travel and the things that you've done.
1: Oh, yeah. Must. getting yeah, fantastic. well, same with you, isn't it? You know, you know, what you're about to embark on, and like, you know, and you've travelled around, and. Well, have travelled around and done a lot of stuff together, really, haven't we? Yeah. Even when I got married, that was travelling, wasn't it? Yeah. We went Italy, that was wicked. A, Fucking brilliant laugh, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, brilliant, yeah, yeah. And I've got to say, that was a really, really... It turned out a really, really good holiday as well. Yeah. As well as a, a wedding.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the wedding was all right as well. Yeah, yeah, great way holiday. Way the, way wedding way. Right. the wedding was all right. The wedding was all right. Yeah. yeah. Great holiday, though. Table tennis and stuff. It was yeah. really good, mate. Fucking, yeah. Fucking...
1: That's uh, great, that was.
0: The Isle of Capri. Yeah. I won't mind if I never go back to the Isle of Capri, but I really liked it. Does that make <laughs> yeah. sense? Yeah. I did like it, but there's nothing there for me to go back for. There was a really good plate of seafood, to be fair. That was really nice. Yep. But it was
1: the most expensive pizza in the world with most, the service charge. It's
0: the most expensive place in the world. Yeah. Ridiculous. Fuck
1: you now, mate. Yeah, if you go to Capri, make sure you have plenty of money.
0: Yeah, definitely. And, I mean, I recommend you go, but it's. If I never go back, I wouldn't be sorry.
1: No. But, but, I but I Sorrento like is nice.
0: Sorrento is lovely. Yeah, I really like. I'd like to do more of a. The Amalfi Coast and Italy, when that sort of area. Well, I went I to like,
1: Rome, didn't I? I was in yeah,
0: Rome. Not, see, Rome doesn't interest me as much. Oh, I think I the more the more rustic side of Italy, small little villages, um, yeah, like, off the beaten track Sicily. not so touristy.
1: Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe Sicily. Don, Don Wezel. Yeah, I'm.
0: Uh, yeah, I think I would like to explore more rustic in Italy and rustic France that's one thing that I'm really yeah. looking forward right. about the x Pair. is well, I lived like in Spain France, didn't I? I yeah, yeah
1: we went out there didn't we do you remember we went to deliver some sparrow yeah. do you remember yeah,
0: that yeah do we, they weren't point of food does it no, no they, weren't they we? went to point of food yeah. some of them
1: but we went, they went to a place called Dinon
0: Dinon that's right but we yeah. met the
1: guys do you remember we met mm-hmm. the guys and then where did we go we went, uh, went to see my dad we went to see
0: your dad Yeah, and, I uh, had six sausages or something
1: I was on a diet actually, yeah. dieting for a fight, but we ended up eating after, after creme cakes brulees and the on the Oh, the on the way across. On the, there's a boat. So there's a boat. So I used party. to go on the time, It's called the Breton, and it's a French boat that goes from Portsmouth to Saint Malo, and it has like an à la carte restaurant, but it's it's an à la carte restaurant with like a really cheap menu. So you basically have a buffet and you can eat what you want. And they had langoustine. They had everything on it. But we ate nearly everything, didn't we? Oh,
0: yeah. <clears throat> and those creme brulees. That's the we best creme brulee I've ever had. We kept going up and getting them. Every, that's the bar to which every creme brulee is measured now. Yeah. That. yes, Mate, honestly.
1: And flan naturel.
0: Flan naturel. Every the- time we go to France now. I tell you what, on my way, on my drive down... Um, To XPR I'm going to stop And get some Flandre Trail meat for, As I drove through France <laughs> you have to put it up
1: on, oh, 100% On Facebook And go look Love
0: Flandre Trail Yeah Yeah divine
1: But it was But it was a good laugh That, that It was a good laugh
0: anyway. Yeah And then
1: What did we do We took my What did we take My Freeland Shogun My Freeland No it's my Shogun
0: No your Shogun so Was Majera. to pick up my eagle
1: no, when we drove to, Ge- so we drove to Germany, didn't we? You had to pick up my eagle. That was we in was the showroom, wasn't it? Completely fucked driving. Out yeah. Let's yeah. take it and we nearly fell asleep on yeah, the, the. You were. You thought you saw a monkey a macaque. I did actually see a macaque on a fence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So this is a true story. So I know what a macaque looks like. I'm not a fucking idiot. I worked no. in the zoo. Yeah. I know what a macaque looks like. And I was driving along. We was tired, but I drove along. And as I was driving, oh, the no, you- barn? So Wes was driving, and. I looked, and there was a fucking macaque sitting on a fence post. Bear now, in mind, must, we're
0: doing that, maybe 80 miles an hour no, along the autobahn. Must
1: they must have escaped from a private collection, because it's exactly what it was.
0: I mean, I'm not convinced, still.
1: I, I never I, saw I it. Wasn't, so I don't smoke drugs, right? I don't do gear. And I was awake, and I saw a macaque. I
0: mean, like... like You keep a, fucking I'm not, looking at me like... So, I, Listen, I've known you a long time and I know you better than I know people that I've known my whole life. And I trust you implicitly and I believe what you say. I never think that you're but a liar. You're your an exaggerator. I don't think you're a liar in the slightest. Um, I believe you. If you told me, Where's the sky's black? I would get on the phone, I would tell people, The sky's black, night said. Definitely. <laughs> but. I don't reckon you saw a macaque. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't, macaque? macaque. I don't reckon there was a macaque. I reckon you were sleep deprived.
1: I was sleep deprived. Yeah, I, I,
0: don't, I don't reckon you saw a macaque. But we,
1: that was a long drive.
0: It was a, a long drive. Like up. 18 hours there, 18 hours back with no stops.
1: With an, with an eagle in the back.
0: With an eagle in the back, yeah. And then
1: we got it home. and it was the wrong fucking eagle. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a true story. True story. You're fucking And up. I still got the fucking eagle out of the back. I know.
1: Yeah. What was the other one? Where did we yesterday we drive We went to France, didn't we, to take the Sparrow That yeah. was in my Pajero. No, we no. went to the Pajero. Did we take my Pajero no, it, to Germany? Yes. Yeah, and then we took my Land Rover. My green Land Are Rover. Discovery. Land Rover? Was it Discovery. there? It was a Discovery. We was took it a that. car? No, we took the Discovery with Sparrow Okay. There. And we took that to France yeah. and met those guys. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to figure out. saw
0: Jackie Johnson.
1: Jackie Johnson. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, that was a good good life. Good trip.
0: Yeah, I enjoyed that. I like those trips. Like the driving through Europe stuff. When I've gone to... I drove to Germany and Austria, Czech Republic with Roy to pick up eagles or... It's
1: always with him, isn't it? I've been to... Yeah. Oh, I know. We went to... I was really asking about the funny. So I went to Austria with him. Yeah. Uh, and I went to pick up some... There was a couple of imprint falcons I think in northern France and uh we like bred hares, like brown hares.
0: Oh yeah, I've heard about this, and yeah. And he
1: bought the dinner out, the black it and we were sitting at lunch and Broad really didn't want to eat it. I could see it really didn't yeah. want to eat it, but I, I really liked it, it was like a watery potato soup type stuff. And you could see Gruul. the look on his face. <laughs> <Gruul>. yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he was he was really struggling to eat it, which was really quite funny. Yeah. And in Austria we went to Austria. We had to eat the like It was like a scotch egg with an apricot in it. The bloke said, when you get here, we've got a hot meal for you. And uh, we got to the house and it was like a a scotch egg with an apricot in it. And Roy said, oh, I'm I'm not hungry. And of course I wanted to be like Kim Polite, so I ate mine. The fucking bloke brought me out another one. (laughs) I was like, Fuck. (laughs) Yeah, oh, so. man. yeah, Yeah. I like
0: those trips. When I went to pick up, we went to pick up uh, Mark's Eagle, drove to Austria, and then from Austria to Slovakia to pick up another eagle, which was that midge that uh, Billy Scott. So we went to pick up Mark's Eagle, then we drove to Slovakia to pick up that, then we drove home, but there was a, a Joseph bird that I wanted and joseph was like you have to buy this bird and they gave me a price which was ridiculous so I drove all the way home got to kent sold my goshawk sold saxon back to mccain and uh bought the mail so I drove two days later me and mark drove back out to austria and picked up the mail that i have now piles from joseph yeah big drives man and then obviously now wednesday morning i have the big drive again. Down to Spain, big old drive. So, pool to Cherbourg, Cherbourg down. That to is the, a nice drive. Journey. I used to
1: go to Paul to Cherbourg all the time when I lived in France, and I'm really used to like that drive. Yeah. And I also used to go from, from obviously from Portsmouth to San Malo and then San Malo down. But the, the one to, from Cherbourg to drive to where I lived in Brittany, I used to have to go past Mont Saint Michel which is in Normandy. So I drive down through Normandy and then it's like a big town on an island. It's an amazing place. But uh, there's a lot of really interesting things to see on the way down Yeah, there.
0: I don't... Um, I'm not sure what route it will take us. We need to go down sort of past Toulouse and down to... Uh, <clears throat> down towards Bilbao, basically. So uh, down past Toulouse, etc. Yeah, so I was going to get the Portsmouth to Bilbao, but... The Portsmouth to Bilbao Ferry is do obviously 24 think, hours. Do
1: you think you'd have seen a courier's big whale?
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably. They were to a penny last time. So, <laughs> so I can. yes, this, that was a great trip as well. But it was, it's so it's the same one. Portsmouth to Bilbao, the yeah. same, the same. but it was Dover to Bilbao last time we went, did no, we? No, we went from Portsmouth. Did we? Yeah,
1: we went from Portsmouth So it's the same Portsmouth one Bilbao, in your stag deal. Which was a so good laugh.
0: I was going to book it. Do you remember the gambling went, on the boat? Yeah, yeah. None either. of you knew how to gamble, and I was playing Texas Hold'em. You really got
1: embarrassed because I pushed all the chips out. Yeah, <laughs> put it <an all-all> <laughs> all on red. And he, he was horrified and said, "That's not fucking gambling etiquette." <laughs> and I just seen James Bond do it, and thought, "Fuck it. If it's good enough for him, it's good enough for me." <laughs> what happened in that night? I did. Look, I did win a lot of money that night. I remember Brad lost, lost everything. Yeah, everything.
0: everything, including
1: his fucking like. Reputation when he started <laughs> you fucking pretending to do kung fu oh. to them two fucking that, he Me. couldn't get that couple do you remember? yeah sticky hands sticky hands <laughs> he fucking pinned them in the corner didn't they they were fucking scared to death <laughs> sticky hands like trying hands. to get away from him <laughs> sticky, sticky hands
0: if you're good at sticky hands you're not intimidating it's when you're <laughs> shitted <laughs> like a really shit and like, you look like an illiterate deaf person <laughs>
1: That was
0: fucking brilliant. Oh, the lightning fuck. storm. A, that that lightning storm was something else. I still have video of fork lightning coming down and hitting the sea and just exploding. It was incredible. Mega lightning.
1: Mega <laughs> lightning. <laughs> Mega <laughs> lightning.
0: Yeah, I, that was incredible. That lightning. Honest to god. And then after an hour of being stood on the top deck looking, we all realised we were stood on a metal boat watching lightning hit <laughs> In the <water>. sea. All <laughs> yeah, around water. Our feet. yeah. But that was incredible. That was the, one of the best things I've ever seen was that lightning really incredible uh, yeah so I was going to for the trip down to the x Pier I was going to take that route but it's 24 hours on the ferry it's £750 return fuck that and
1: go uh, to New York for that
0: yeah so then I looked in pull to Sherbrooke was like 150 but obviously I have to put all the fuel in the vehicle to get down there and whatever tolls I need to pay for using the roads but I thought, at least I'm not stuck on a boat for 24 hours. I'm only on the boat for, say, two and a half hours, and then it's a 10-hour drive. But it'd be great driving, you know, and, and it will add to part of the adventure, I'm sure. And then, you know, I once a race starts, I don't have
1: to do and any especially driving you at all. Put that fucking zebra mask on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'll come so out. In the So in the camper that was picked up today, has got these huge fucking masks. One's a bull's head, isn't it? Yeah, one's a zebra's head, yeah. and the other one's some sort of weird clown. Yeah. So are you gonna wear them on the way down?
0: Yeah, maybe not on the way down. Maybe when I'm flying one day, I might take out that window when I'm flying. Yeah, that'd be good. If there's any flying to be had. Yeah. Yeah, I might. Uh, maybe I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how the race goes. I mean, I don't like. It's obviously gonna be so intense that um, I don't know how I'm gonna feel and how my morale's gonna be. As in. You know, how am I going to be up for fucking about with stupid masks? Or am I just going to be thinking, 12 hours of walking yesterday, 12 hours of walking again today? Just want to plod on, get. You know, I don't know how I'm going to feel. I've never done a, a race like this before, um, an endurance start competition of any sort. So I don't know how I'm going to feel. I don't know how, if I'm going to enjoy it. I don't know if the, the flying's going to be good, if it's going to be none. I have no idea. So we'll see.
1: But can everyone can tune into your uh, little.
0: Yeah, so there's like a, a live track page so you can watch. Like, There's like a tracking so you can see where I'm flying, how high I am, what speed I'm going, if I'm going up or if I'm going down, and if so, what rate I'm doing either of them. Um, and it like plots it on a map so you can see where I've flown, where I've walked. So that'll be live every day, um, I believe on live track24.com. Um, but the XPeer website, go to the XPeer website, XPeer Facebook page. That'll tell you all the details. And then obviously, I have to, you have to contract, your contracted, you have to do, I think, five or ten minutes of video footage every <laughs> single day. So if you you get <clears throat> injured, say for instance yeah.
1: you get injured and you break a leg or something, mm-hmm. are you going to do one of the videos like Kev did?
0: Oh, a naughty video now, hell, mate. That was a naughty video, that was me. I,
1: I've fucking never seen that like that on Facebook.
0: No, I don't know if I'll do that, funny mate. though. Yeah, it looked horrendous. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell! I don't know if I'd do that. Like gas and air, and having your leg turned back ninety degrees because it's snapped.
1: No, naughty mate. video, <laughs> <laughs>
0: mate. Naughty little video that was. Yeah, I don't know if that's for me. That I'm like, a, I'm a baby when it comes to things that. I'm like, no, just don't let me look at it. <laughs> I think if you have an accident out in the Pyrenees while paragliding and then you dangerous. come away with just a just a broken leg you are done off. well you're like yeah those. you're celebrating that's
1: a fucking dangerous race yeah it is a dangerous race <clears throat> yep
0: yeah. um but did it say
1: on the f- only only crackers only fucking people who are crackers should apply for this
0: <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah not in those terms but yeah, pretty, pretty much
1: That is yeah. basically saying that you know, yeah. I'd... We need some, we need some victims. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's just one of. When them... I think about crashing on a man and I think about that film Alive. Yeah, to I mean,
0: luckily, other. I don't think I'm going to be in the middle of Alaska. No, no but, in it's the still, but it's snow. but it's
1: still going to be fucking cold on a man inside. Yeah, you will take some finding. No, I'll have. I got GPS. Yeah, no, but you're still fucking. You might be. Like and you'll be watching, hours. so you'll be able to let them know where I am. He's going down. He's go- if you don't move, if your like, little dot on there doesn't move for a couple of days, I know they're saying quite couple a A couple of days?
0: Second. Jesus. Don't wait a couple of days
1: before sending well, someone. We might have, like, fucking tracking like that fucking Jim Chick used to make. Do you remember? Mate. Falcon <laughs> electron, Electronics. Falcon Electronics. Fucking Mate. hell, the worst tracking in the world. That's your bird really cool would be tracking. fucking 50 foot away. Yeah. still couldn't find a should be full
0: tracking I heard that falconers started using bells because of the gym <laughs> trick <grip. laughs> was terrible you're <clears> fucking
1: us now online. yeah
0: terrible that gear well I mean maybe it wasn't my experience with of it weren't good that's nah, all you I could say You yeah.
1: used to have a Yagi that you used to hold in the air and fucking the, the, the actual unit you used to put on your belt what
0: was the one that you had and it was like a box like a dial on it and it had like a Yagai that stuck at the end at like a tiny square lock. box no it wasn't a tiny lock <coughs> way before a tiny <coughs> lock it was like it looked like a TV aerial had like three Yagai each side and it would clip into like the top of a box and it looked like a Geiger meter
1: <laughs> I can't remember. did you ever use one of them no the Falcon Electronics one was the one that Martin Jones used to sell them for him and like I say, you used to have to hold the Yogi fucking separately. Yeah. You used to go on your yes. belt, but it yeah. was fucking terrible.
0: Both, I know. Yeah. There's been some terrible get gear out in there. Yeah. Well, yeah, luckily my GPS is not going to be. It's a Garmin in reach satellite phone. It's got a satellite phone on it, and you can text people even if you've got no signal. You can uh, message them, and say, like, that this, this is where I am, and it'll send your coordinates automatically. It's got an can SOS it. still thing. text
1: people if you're dead. No. No, no that's it's fucking not fucking good. Like good then, is no, it? not that good. But if, if I'm dead, I'm if not going to want to contact stops, people. If, if your art stops, he goes, Sorry, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry,
0: this person is unavailable. Please try later. If I'm dead, I'm not going to want to contact anyone, I don't reckon. A uh, so, message
1: um, from beyond the grave, of course.
0: Yeah, which I don't think a Garmin inReach is going to be the way that I'm going to go about <laughs> it. I'm going to come and etch writing into your walls while you sleep. Yeah. Yeah. yours glo- specifically in, in the stable that you live in
1: the <laughs> stable etched right yeah, I keep the telling you it's a fucking hopper's up. people used to come down from London <coughs> to live in those when hop season was on did you know that yeah but what we're so talking about 1806 it's good, or something it was good enough for them it's good enough for me yeah definitely I've got all my cons in there mate I've got fucking internet yeah television heating everything I need Sounds right. It's all right.
0: Better than I've got in a couple of months. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. But no, I, so tracking wise, I'm good. You'll be fucking for the race and fucking swapping moving next door. Next door to you? Yeah. I would have we'll, went so far away. my we'll hut next door. If I <coughs> so far away. Camper van for me, mate. Adventure. Life of adventure. That's the thing about this race. Uh, I'm. Obviously, I can't wait and. You know, I'm super competitive, but I don't want to get so lost apart in the racing. Yeah, apart from when I fight, I'm not competitive <laughs> at all. Um, I don't want to get so lost in racing that, but that I forget to have an adventure. I think even if I was to win the race, let's say, and I look back and people say, what was it like? What did it happen? And you're like, well, I was just getting my head down every day, trained. And they're like, what? I think I would regret that more so than coming 10th. But having an amazing adventure, you yeah, know? definitely. So I think, yeah, and plus because I haven't flown the region, I don't know anything about the place. I think, you know, having, having an adventure is by far more important, you know, than than trying to win the race, let's say. I think when I, if I get to a position where I think I can I can actually do well here, then I'll push and I'll push and I'll know when to push. But,
1: you <clears throat> know, one ball every minute...
0: Yeah, exactly like that.
1: Without the blood.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well there might still be blood. I can't guarantee there won't be any blood. No guarantees, but yeah, and also for my support crew, you know, like Kevin Troy giving up run the pub. Yeah. No, Ke- Kevin Troy are giving up massive amounts of their life to come over up. here. Fucking... They won't be Wes... drink Where's
1: Wesbin? No, oh, I forgot, mate. Newcastle's another one. us be. another
0: one of them stellas. But they, <laughs> so, like, they've given up huge, like nine to take nine <clears> days <throat> off work for the race is one thing. But they're both taking two weeks
1: off. Yeah, but you told to them, come down. You told
0: them the prize money's fifty grand. No, they know. But they've taken <laughs> but they've taken time off and to take two weeks out to come and go on this race on this trip for no benefit but it's not benefit for them they're not going to get to fly the race they're not the ones competing in the race they're going to be up like half an hour before me every single day to prepare my food get me ready get all my kit ready they're going to go to bed half an hour to an hour later than me every single day to get all my kit charged up get everything ready I get up in the morning they have to get me ready get me sorted Boom, I'm off again. Spent all day following me in a van. All day tracking me on live tracking. Tracking everybody else to see if they're making moves that I might want to make. Track the weather to see if I'm not flying towards sea breeze or if there's a storm coming in. They have to do all What's this. What's a fucking horse
1: doing? Fucking paragliding. What about a horse? You said to make sure there's
0: not, they're not sea breeze. <laughs> That's fucking gone. Have you read that one? No, no, it was just shit. <laughs> I was a con just shit.
1: But they're
0: yeah so they're going to be doing all of those things whilst I'm racing I'm I'm the one who's racing I'm I'm climbing up a hill to get to a point to take off I'm flying in the air I'm thinking about where my next move is and they're going to be doing all of these things for me so it's a massive a massive thing to for people to do for you you're not you know it's a lot
1: it's good then because you'll say so you are own a beer but they don't drink so you won't have to buy them one
0: no not in the slightest <laughs> definitely yeah so it'd be a It'd be an adventure, but I, I have to also think about the adventure for them as well, you know. I don't, they don't want to be so rammed because I'm chasing break, something and down not,
1: in that van. <laughs> it's one of
0: them. In the middle of some Spanish about. finish. If that's what happens, what can you do? You know, there's no worry there, is there? They, it's simple. They go and hire a car immediately and catch me up. Boom, like leave it, go hire a car, catch me up. You know, whatever, or fuck it, my race is over. Whatever happens, happens there. It's not, That's just one of them. You have to just address that when you come to it, but we'll see. See how it goes. It's just, that's all part of the adventure, you know. If you can't, you can't, you can't go and and not have these things happen, and then call it an adventure. Still, go. Everything goes swimmingly. You go for the race. You try and push hard. You finish whatever position you finish. Boom. That's it. That's my. Race. How many people in it? I think there's thirty six. I think.
1: So, is it a wooden spoon what was that
0: for someone who comes last yeah no someone's going to be coming last definitely there's no wooden spoon like you don't get a wooden spoon when you enter like a dangerous adventure race across I remember the Pyrenees I went on a golf day yeah
1: and the person who comes last gets the wooden spoon yeah you definitely oh, I fucking got it
0: yeah we don't play golf
1: yeah, It had a sad face inscribed on it
0: yeah but you don't play golf so no, I would have no. bet money on you coming last yeah Gary fucking
1: lied and told me he didn't play golf. And I knew as soon did. as he hit the first one drive, he fucking drove one about 100 yards. I thought, you prick. Mm. And uh, I fucking realised that I shouldn't have been using the balls. The balls I was using, because I was a cheapo, was the ones from the driving range, <laughs> which were different balls. I was fucking smacking them. So, I was going off sideways. Right, hang on a minute.
0: Are you telling me the reason you came last is because of the balls that you had from the driving range. <laughs> Nothing to do with your no experience in playing golf. It was because of the balls you had from the driving range.
1: Mm.
0: Well, so, how is that on your short game? I'm on my what? Short game. Well, on the green. Put out. It's well,
1: just as fucking bad because it's fucking terrible.
0: Yeah, my dad, obviously, my dad's bang into golf. Caddy framing in competition and that. Yeah, he is pretty good. Um. It's done okay in a few competitions a lately.
1: boring game, with.
0: um I don't know. I like it. I like watching it on TV.
1: Oh, I don't God win the Masters and stuff. I stand it.
0: I like golf, watching it. I have absolutely no interest in playing it. Maybe one day, but I have no interest in playing it. I've cadded for my dad. I enjoyed it. Working out the technical aspects. Oh, there's the green. You've got to get on the green. I like that side, but...
1: A lot of my mates have got on the green over the years. <laughs> Proper on the green. That's before they fucking start going on the brown, <laughs> and then you're fucked.
0: Proper. Yeah, but yeah, he's uh he's like he plays a lot of golf. I'm not golf. Like, was a trend, wasn't it? Everyone. I like playing plan golf. It on Nintendo. It's better on my phone. you on Nintendo. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's Nintendo. The way play. Used to be able
1: to whack it. But I'm like, yeah, I was good at on
0: that. It was a fad of golf. Like, I don't know whether it's up your way, but back a year or so ago, everyone was playing golf every fucker was playing golf now not so many people are I do not seem that so many people are playing golf but then I don't play so I guess I'm not in the circles
1: nah fuck golf
0: yeah like they're like yeah it's a game you've got to really like put, focus on and play a lot to get good at like, that's not what I need I don't need another hobby that takes up a lot of time yeah exactly no that's the last I. thing I need you know I've got
1: work and then I've got the centres which is enough the centres are a hobby now for me really in all fairness yeah I can go and play at the centres. I um, thought
0: you meant they're a hobby for you in that you don't bother with them like all your other hobbies. <laughs> 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 I've
1: only really got that as a hobby. What else i got as a fucking hobby?
0: That's what I said to you earlier. Yeah, you don't do... You don't have hobbies. Like well, I obviously... I
1: have two Robins. You don't know. You don't get that, do you? The Robin being like a technical name for a male hobby. There you go. Hobbies are falcon. If you're gonna thing.
0: continue with these absolutely shit jokes, it was joke. I've got a, a feeling one microphone's too much. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah.
1: So no hobbies. You have you. You want to talk about fucking hobbies? I have too many. So what you do is you get a fucking hobby. You're another one. Get a hobby for three months. And okay,
0: tell me one of them then. People fishing. say this to me. Well, right, hang on. Two, right, let
1: me fishing. just finish.
0: My, let me finish what I'm gonna say and then I'll make you look stupid for bringing it up tell me <laughs> tell me the hobbies that I've had for three months fishing right so since the age of about seven I've fished I've fished in match fishing I used to fish for Cleaves and Anglin I fished sea fishing I every I can't remember I probably for the last nine seasons I've had a light rod licence and I've fished every single season What what's a three month hobby about that
1: you I thought i do been fishing now. for ages
0: I fished last season it's the end of the season Season doesn't open until June the sixteenth.
1: You're a fucking bollocks. You fucking ain't. But you ain't like fish for fucking. Right, ages. go out right
0: to my back room now. I'll sit here and wait for you. Go out right to my back room, open the door, look in my uh fishing bag that's there, and you'll see all the bait from last season still, still fresh. <laughs> the fucking bait.
1: Yeah.
0: Hello <laughs> <laughs> worms my i it They'd be fucking Boys flies in that. They'd be flies in that. Go ahead, and open the door. And no. Like, they have listen, listen, you've just made a statement that's absolute bullshit. And you've been called out on it. I fished last season. I only fish now, course fishing wise. I only fish course fishing wise for barbel and chub. And I stalk. That's it. I have been thinking about getting into fly fishing lately because a few of my friends fly fish a lot now and I do like the idea of catching a trout and being able to eat I'd, it at the end I'd, of the I'd, day. I thought
1: about fly fishing once
0: but I don't
1: like, I'd only like <laughs> I mean how the fuck can you catch a blue bowl They're quick bastards. today? <laughs>
0: it was shitter in <laughs> the last one about the robin. So next to so that's asked this tell me another hobby that I've done for only three months and I don't do anymore. Fighting. Yeah, I mean, 16 years as a professional yeah. fighter fighting all over the world, yeah. It's cool, definitely. Dad. Yeah, I've got over 500 jumps. I've jumped in Spain, America, the UK. Dog do training. I do, do I do... Dog training's not a hobby. If you've got a dog, you should train it. It's not a hobby. That's my dog, and my yeah, dog's training. you've got 300 dogs. Behave yourself. <laughs> Listen, how many of your dogs do you own now? Well,
1: I ain't got a dog anymore. No, I know. Because i got rid of them both.
0: Yeah, exactly. I got my dog. Where's my other dogs? Millie died, Jeffro died. And apart from that, I bred them. I bred German wire pointers. What a pup. Which pup? The other pointer. Mula. Yeah. The German wire haired. Yeah. Millie's pup. Yeah, yeah, I got rid of her. Because I had Millie and I had Jeffro and I had a third dog. So uh, it was too much. It could, be worse. Um, it could
1: be Roy.
0: Yeah. Any more hobbies that have been done for three months? I'm trying to think of some. Yeah, you won't know because I don't, do I? You I mean, do. No, but you we've do just do proven get. that I don't. We've just proven. I asked you to name them and every one I've dispelled it for. Why don't I skydive anymore? Shall I answer that? Because it's £26 a jump in the UK. Is that how much it is? £26 a jump in the UK.
1: How much if is I America? drive down
0: to Dunk as well, if I drive down to Dunk as well in Honiton and it's £26 a jump and I get there. I'm on a weather hold for three hours, and you sat waiting for the clouds to clear, and then it opens up, and I do three jumps, Bang, seventy odd quid gone straight away. Fuel money, fifteen pounds straight away, hundred quid day, boom, three jumps.
1: So, how much is it to skydive in America?
0: About fifteen quid a jump if you go to the right place, quid. unless you're low die. If you're low die, it's cheaper, but um, about fifteen quid a jump, something like that. But the best thing about America and with Spain, good weather, so you drive to a skydiving place, you know you're gonna jump. Unless it gets windy, which it does sometimes, but you're pretty much always going to jump. So, yeah, I don't skydive anymore frequently, and I haven't skydived since we got from. I have in this country since we got back from America, which is why I don't own a skydiving rig anymore. But I certainly went three months, was it? And paragliding. Well, I don't think you can say I've only done that for three months. Well, so was
1: about four now. I
0: think. Yeah. So basically, that was complete and utter rubbish, wasn't it? Like everybody else who says this to me. Oh, another one you rob, is it going to pick up and put down? Name, name something I've picked up and put down. I don't, it's not me. It's not what I do. I'm not the sort of person who picks something up, plays with it for five minutes, then don't play with it anymore. I don't, I don't. Nobody can say that. No, Nobody can prove that when they do say that to me. You know, because it's not what I do. I don't. If I do something, I do it. Like paragliding. Got into paragliding. People, on average, 50 to 75 hours a year they paraglide. I haven't flown a season under 250 hours yet. So do
1: you think that there'd be anything more, like, or paragliding's your, like, ultimate thing?
0: I don't... I I don't want to be defined at anything. I don't think that that's my ultimate thing. Like, if you were to say to me now, you can never fly Birds of Prey again, or you can never paraglide again, I'd never paraglide again. I would fly Birds of Prey still. No,
1: but do you think there's anything more that you'd
0: want to do? I want to do everything. There's nothing in the world I don't want to do. I want to do everything. I want to ride motorbikes really fast. I want to ride a rodeo ball. I want to go and be a cowboy in America. I want to go and like work on a trawler boat. I want to walk across the mendips. I want to go deer stalking. I want to do all of it. All of it. There's
1: never enough time. No,
0: there's not. But there's not anything that I don't want to do. I want to do it all. And I don't get people who don't want to do things. Like, I don't understand people who just, like, don't want to do anything.
1: Yeah, there are a lot of people who don't. Because I often say, like people say, "Oh, you've done a lot. You've been to a lot of places and things. And I'm like, well, it's because I wanted to. And they say, well, I can't do that. And I think that's always a bit of a... It's a cop-out. A bit of a, yeah, it is a I mean, cop-out. Because people- they go, oh, we can't. And I said, well, you can. Yeah. Because you can do anything. What happens is,
0: for people who don't do it, they assume it comes easy to you for some reason.
1: We don't. It's just the same. But I have to put just as, but, as anyone else to do it.
0: Obviously, I get that. Like, it comes with great sacrifice. I'm 35 years old. I'm single. I have no relationship whatsoever. But I do all the things I want to do when I want to do them. And the reason I do all the things I do when I want to do them is I know 100% with no doubt in my mind, I know 100% when I lay on my deathbed... There will be a point where I think... Fuck, I wish I'd done more. <laughs> Fuck, I wish I'd done more. I know that for a fact. And every single person that dies will have that. Yeah. So, what, what are I you... Know what are doing?
1: Gonna, I don't know what is I'm going to think. Don't think about it, do you really?
0: No, but you don't, I, I don't think you need to think about it. I think that's obvious. Blaringly obvious. People like Steve Jobs who has every, had everything... On his deathbeds like that. It doesn't matter. None of my money. It, none of it matters. It, none of it. It means nothing. Now I'm left with this. Look, and he's dying and it makes no difference to him whatsoever. All he wishes is that he'd had more time and he'd done more stuff. That's going to happen to everybody. Without, without a shadow of a doubt. Like, this world is so full with hate. Hating... Hating people because they're doing more things than you. Hating people because they're earning more money than you. Hating people because they're Muslims. Hating people because <clears throat> of Islam. Hating people because they're because they voted remain and you voted leave and it's not and none of it makes sense. It doesn't. like there's no <clears throat> there's no sense to it. Like I have arguments on Facebook. And I try not to argue, I try to have discussions, but I end up having arguments or debates on Facebook. And I see how people, how they are to people who they like and their friends. And I see how just because they think something different to them, that is it, they're the enemy. As well for me, if you think something different to me, I want to question you on it. I want you to tell me why you think something different. Maybe I'll learn something. Maybe I'll change my mind. I want to probe you. I want to.
1: I don't. I I, I wouldn't want you to probe me. (laughs) I've seen people do that. Snakes (laughs) when they're sexing them. It's not nice. But I. Look, that's.
0: This Tommy Robinson thing at the minute is a big one. I had. You know, I had my. I saw it.
1: Well, you sent me that you was going to put that video up. Yeah. But you didn't.
0: No, I didn't. No. But. What what I don't understand about this is <clears throat> there's for the Tommy Robinson supporters there's a distinct segregation between them and Muslims. Now their their rhetoric is always the same. He's he's out in Muslim grooming gangs. You support Muslim, groom, Muslim grooming gangs. Do you not think there's a problem with Muslim grooming gangs? you not and. You can't. You can't have a logical discussion with any of these people because, yes, of course, there's a problem with Muslim grooming gangs. Yes, of course, there's a problem with paedophiles because any time that even one grooming gang, one paedophile commits any sort of crime or act against a child, we have a problem. So yes, there's a problem with that. You using that argument is not. You, not you standing up for something you believe in. It's you so desperate to discredit somebody that you're throwing an argument out the window and you're just trying to make that person look bad. That's what you're using now as the basis of your argument. Oh, you don't give a fuck about the Muslim grooming gangs. No, 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 no. Yes, we have a problem with Muslim grooming gangs. Yes, we have a problem with paedophilia. Yes, we have a problem with Christian grooming gangs, Catholic grooming gangs. The church and pedophilia. Yes, all of these things are a problem. And yes, there's an issue with Muslim grooming gangs. Yes, they have to be sorted out. What my issue here is, you are standing up for a man who broke the law. This is the ignorance of it. He broke the law. Yeah, well, someone's got to stand up against these people. He's not standing up to anybody. No one. Tommy Robinson has not brought a single person to prison. He's not brought a single person to the police. He's not given them a name, a single person, and took their name to the police and said, you need to investigate this one. He's done none of those things. People who have already been caught by the police or are already under investigation by the police, he's revealed their names. What Tommy Robinson's done there is jeopardise cases, jeopardise the the punishment and the justice and the judicial system of people who are on trial for all these things that you say you stand against. You stand against Muslim grooming gangs, but Tommy Robinson's the people who are giving them an out. He's standing outside court releasing their names. If you've got a decent barrister, he's going to stand up and say, "Miss Trial, that's interference with the case." Tommy Robinson, suicide. give my client's name. How is he meant to have a fair trial here now? Like, and even if you say, "Oh yeah, but that's not what he was doing. The trial was already over." Why is he there? There's no reason for him to be there. He could have been on the internet at home and revealed those people's names. He could have been two streets over and revealed the same names. There was no reason for him to be at a court. Now my issue, I I have no issue with him outing grooming gangs if that's what he wants to do. I am not supporting any Muslim grooming gangs, any Islamic grooming gangs, and I'm not supporting any Catholic grooming gangs, Christian grooming gangs, paedophiles in any way, shape or form. I'm not doing that. In the slice. Don't give a fuck what religion or race, race you are. Pedophile, pedophile. That is it. I don't care what religion or race you are. If you're a fucking Muslim grooming gang, you the world deserves to come down upon you. My issue is that Tommy Robinson is doing nothing to help the situation. He is making the situation worse. And he is putting cases in serious jeopardy of being thrown out. And what happens is... Instead of people coming together and saying, well, hang on a minute, we all all want paedophilia to stop. We all want Muslim grooming gangs to stop. Muslims want Muslim grooming gangs to stop. We all want priests to stop molesting children. We all want this. Tommy, we don't need you creating segregation between us because it's something that we all want as a unity already. You going online and blaming this on one distinct person Just to create segregation because the rhetoric rallies support. That's all it is. If you pick on Muslim grooming gangs, you're going to get more support for your public profile. That's why he does it. That's why he's chosen Muslim grooming gangs. Why is he not ousting anybody in the church? Why is he not looking into Catholicism and the abuse in Catholicism? Why is he not looking at white abuse? Because these cases are happening every single day. He's not doing it because it doesn't promote him to the same people it doesn't make him famous for doing something that he's not doing what annoys me is the people who then follow tommy robinson they no longer want these issues to stop they want to accuse me or you of not supporting um the the fight against pedophilia we don't support it because we're not going to say go tommy robinson the man broke the law he broke the fucking law. He was already on charges and had been to prison, was on a, on license for already breaking the same law. How can you go to London in March for a man who broke the law repeatedly, gets released from prison on license and then re-breaks the law whilst the whole time doing no good? No positive. There was no positive of him being outside that court because everyone who was in that court, we didn't need to know their name. They were already in court. Justice was being done. Once they've been caught, found guilty, give us their names. If they get found not guilty, give us their names if you want to. But he's doing nothing whilst he's in court. How can you go and stand in London, marching, fighting with police officers to free this man who's done no good to nobody? Now, this isn't... I've got nothing against Tommy Robinson. We know the fucking bloke. He's, he is what he is a character. It's not even his name. He's a character. He's created a character in the same way that Ali G is a character. Ali G used to go on TV and he used to take the piss out of homosexuality, etc., etc. And he was a character of Sasha Baron Cohen's. Tommy Robinson is a character. He's not done any good, he's not fought any crimes. He's a character who is doing this for self promotion, to sell books, to, to, to build up the fence. Oh, Tommy Robinson's racist. I don't know that he's racist. I'm I'm not calling him racist. I'm not accusing Tommy Robinson of being racist. He's never said anything racist that I've heard. So I don't think he's racist. I've seen him talking to Muslims, um, to talking to Asians, Indians. I've seen him do that. He spent a lot of time in prison. You don't survive very long, really, if you're in prison and you're racist. Because, like, lots of people are generally against you. When I say survive, I don't mean to be killed. What I mean is, you know, you don't you can have a bad time if you're that racist. I don't believe Tommy Robinson's racist. I believe there's a character who's making money. That's what he wants to do. He's created this character and his public profile is being built up by this character. He's going to make money and he will fizzle out with all of his millions that he's made off the back of other people's hatred. Now, what my issue is, is with all these people who then support that, they turn around to people like myself. Who are neutral in this. I don't have any thought or feeling towards Tommy Robinson in that context. What I'm saying is. I hate Muslim grooming gangs as much as you do. I also hate Catholicism. I hate the um, abuse of children in any way, shape or form. I'm not going to tie that to one religion. Those people then. Because they don't have an argument to support their rhetoric. They then accuse me. Of being the person who's in the wrong. Oh yeah, you don't give a. F- you can't see the issue. Yes, I can see the issue. It's not that one group. It's not Muslim grooming gangs. The issue is paedophilia. So Graham, on who I have arguments with all the time on Facebook, really like him. He's a good friend of mine. I do really, really like the guy. He's intelligent. He's smart. He's switched on. But he's blind. So blind in these arguments because he will switch it straight back to oh yeah, well, uh, you this, you that, and I'm like, but. You're miss. You're missing the argument here. My argument here is that there's an issue. Yeah, well, eighty percent of all grooming of eighty-two percent of um, grooming gangs are Muslims. Yeah, okay. Well, let's say that's true. I don't know. Let's say it's true. Let's say eighty percent of all grooming gangs are Muslims. What percentage of paedophile crime is grooming gangs? So if Grooming gang paedophilia only accounts for 10% of all the paedophilia in the world, then that 80% of that 10% is minuscule in comparison to the other 90% of paedophilia that we have to concentrate on. Why are you concentrating all of your effort on stopping less than 10% of all paedophilia? Does that make sense? Yeah. See what I'm saying? So why, why are you focusing all that with such venom, with such ferocity, you're fighting 10% and these are made up facts, made up figures, sir. Why are you focusing so much energy on 10%? Saying it was 52% of all Muslims want gay people dead. Blah, blah, blah. Gay people should be killed. Where are your facts? So he presented them to me and the study was done by a channel 4 documentary and of 2008 muslims who were spoken to either in person or on the phone and asked 52 percent thought gay people homosexuals should be killed murdered but that's 52 percent of 2008 muslims questioned there's over 2.8 million in this country alone the second largest religion on earth and you're turning around publicly on facebook and telling everyone 52 percent of all muslims Well, hang on a minute let's put this into context 52 percent of less than one percent of uk muslims not global 52 percent of less than one percent so basically less than 0.5 percent of uk muslims think homosexual people should be killed Now, that still leaves 99.5% of Muslims unquestioned. Completely unquestioned. What are the chances that more than 50% of the 995 remaining Muslims don't want uh, homosexuals killed? I'd say there's a big chance, right? Yeah. Especially if you approach a target audience. If I was going to speak to white British people, about if they were racist, do you know what I would target? People over the age of 65, because not, I'm not saying all people are racist, but they were brought up in a generation where racism was a lot more prominent and acceptable. I would question people who were over 65, and I would target audiences who were um, more likely to be in white dominant areas so white council state areas maybe coal miner areas in the north or um, Welsh mining villages you know something that's predominantly white I'm not saying that they are racist I'm just making examples of predominantly white places that's what I would target because I would think well that's my best chance of getting the the nitty gritty here because if I interview people of a broad spectrum from Peckham from Peckham (laughs) yeah but Can you see how those figures are so manipulated now that these people who are following Tommy Robinson and what really upsets me is this. What Tommy Robinson is doing is he is he is taking the goodwill of all of these people because I've seen people post positive Tommy Robinson stuff on my Facebook. And I know them personally. They are good people. They wish no harm on anybody. They are not vindictive, nasty, horrible people. But what Tommy Robinson is doing is he is taking all of, the good, all of the good moral standings of these people and he is abusing them and turning them around and making out like you're no longer a good moral standing person if you don't support this plight that's against us. And these people are getting drawn along with it. And they're not racist. They're not Islamophobic. They're not xenophobic. But they're labelled with it because they're just looking for a spokesperson. And the fucking worst of it all is, Tommy Robinson is in a position to be that spokesperson. By accident, he has found himself to be the spokesperson for this. And if he could have just reined it in, he's the one person who could have made a difference. He could have acted like a positive a positive spokesperson acted like a proper media representative don't conform to what you you say them are oh, the UK media they're sweeping it all under so don't do that I'm not telling you to do that don't conform to the media confines of the Sun and the BBC I'm not telling you to do that I'm saying do exactly what you do Tommy Robinson but do it in a way that gives you credibility don't stand outside of a courtroom and promote hate speech. Even if you let let's take that, that's a derogatory way to look at it. Don't turn outside of a courtroom and publicise an ongoing court case when there's a media shutout on the case. Stand across the road. Stand down the street. Gain some credibility as a reporter and let people see that hang on a minute, he does actually care about this. He cares so much that he's not putting himself on the front line here. He's took a step back all he cares about is that we get the message but he doesn't care about us getting the message because now look what's happened he's locked up he doesn't give a fuck about the message now does he can't give the message does it like does that make do these things make sense to you
1: no I've listened to it
0: a lot so the seg- like that segregation that's being that's being forced upon us because people's goodwill is being abused it just drives me insane it like It riles me up, the the ignorance of people who I don't consider to be ignorant. And you see it and you're like, it's crazy, you know? From Brexit to Tommy Rog, to anything that's got, whenever there's two sides of an argument, we live in a world now where because people can sit behind a computer and they can call people a cunt or stupid or thick, that's what they do. They will insult people rather than tolerate them (coughs) and listen to their point of view. And then I get all the time, you think you're right, but I can't. I'm not. I'm not giving you an opinion. I I'm taking this opinion, and then there's your opinion. I'm not casting an opinion in the middle. I'm not. I'm using facts. I'm not. I'm not presenting a. I can't be right. I can't be wrong. There's no. There's no right or wrong for me. I'm. These are the facts. Let's get, like, let's put them together and then, Or yeah, you're a conspiracy theorist. No, I'm not. Like, I'm not. I'm saying I question everything. I don't. Everything's a, a theory or a conspiracy theory. I'm saying I don't. I question them all, and I put everything together, and then I see. I don't even sometimes come up with a solution. 9/11, for instance, the World Trade Centers. I don't know what happened. Do I believe what the government told us? Not for a fucking minute. Do I believe that it was a conspiracy theory and it was plotted against and they did, and the US government did it and blew up heaven? Not for a second. Do I believe that somewhere we are not told the truth and something happened? Yes. Has there been previous plots to blow up the World Trade Center by the US government to start war with Cuba? Yes. That has happened. Operation Northwoods. I'm saying... I don't believe either fucking story. Something in the middle happened and I don't know what it is.
1: That's why you've got the CIA and the FBI.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank God for them. <laughs> oh man, I was on a rant then, wasn't I?
1: He was. lost it been? for a bit.
0: Huh?
1: How long have we been online?
0: A while now. One mic in. Oh no. Uh, an hour and 44 minutes.
1: Fucking hell. Yeah, it's yeah. only meant to be a quick
0: one. I know. That is quite quick for us though. Three hours usually we can smash out yeah yeah so that's quite a quick one
1: but well there you have it started yeah. off on diets ended up with Tommy Robinson
0: <laughs> yeah I don't know it's just it's just stuff that you I guess you just stuff you got on your your mind that you need to get out let's say you know yeah you need to fucking you certainly got out where. yeah I did I did and you sort of sat there and didn't say anything
1: Oh no. you don't I was about,
0: so I notice you don't really engage in these things on Facebook either is that you don't really have an opinion on them or you don't want to just get drawn into shit
1: I when I get drawn into something it consumes me yeah so likewise <laughs> so of late, as you notice know, with falconry a massive part of my life and when I used to go on things like the IFF and stuff like that and and Facebook and Falcon Rehab and things like that it used to consume me so much that it used to affect my life so I tend when there's big issues and things like that I sit back and I just listen to what people are saying now and I I draw my own conclusions from it but I don't get involved in it because otherwise it will I'm wasting my life as how I look at it
0: so I look at it the same so I'll post a uh, status and all the replies start coming back in and I'm like just fucking, fucking. You, you could say reply need to
1: say. you could reply to every fucking every every person that sends a reply you could fucking write a book on it right and I don't I just social media to me now it's just like uh, I enjoy it still I suppose but it's, the, it's sort of the, the bad shit on it outweighs the good stuff for me now.
0: Yeah, I and I agree. I'm the same. And, like, I'll post a status and somebody will comment and I could go on there and say, yeah, I 100% agree with you, actually. Yeah, you're 100% right. Do you want to come back on? They'll be like, so why'd you post for a status then? Because they just come on for an argument. There's no... There's no, they want to be right. They want, of, want to prove, so the original to, argument's lost. Yeah. They, that's lost. You can, it's gone. They just want to was, prove that someone's wrong. Yeah,
1: and I, I just, the other night, I, I put something on, it was about vegans, and it was only a joke. And then someone said, my daughter's a vegan. Blah, God, blah, watch and out not. for the
0: vegans, mate. They're they a fucking tribe on their so,
1: own. So he, start, he goes on about, and I said, well, look, I said, you know, I said, well, you know, we because of animals, and then I could have gone into the whole fucking argument yeah. on palm but oil. But they're never going to listen on palm oil. Yeah, and palm bat, oil's my and, one and, that. I've right, so time. I could fucking go on, but I thought I can't be fucking bothered with this, so I just put smiling faces. Yeah, and so uh,
0: what that does is though, so that gives them they believe they've won. Oh, he's not going to argue. They believe no, and it's not. For anybody listening who engages them win. in this, it's not even that they've won. It's not that they've won. What it is, is it's uh, because you're no longer credible to have this discussion with. And I have this all the time on my Facebook. I stop because t- t- you're no longer credible. We're, we're having a discussion. I'm presenting you with something and then you're rebutting it. And then, to that rebuttal, I present you and you refute that. And you're like, but but... We can't keep doing this. You're not accepting that there's a place to learn. You're not accepting that you might be right, and there's a place to learn. And you've, you're not, you, you're, you, you at it from the world. And if you won't accept those things, if you're not willing to look at those things, we can't have. There's no point us having this discussion because it won't go anywhere. We're always going to be against each other, and that's something in my life that I want to get away from. If I post something, and I'm wrong and somebody posts, oh, but what about this? I'll go away and I'll look at it and if I am wrong, I'll come back and I'll say actually, yeah, I didn't fucking think of it like that. I won't look for the evidence that they've given me. I'll just look for a way them, yeah. to turn it around into making me right. Yeah, not engaging is the best way for for personal development. That That's the best way. 100% is to not engage. But for me, I feel, I think,
1: you're not doing your, see, when see, when I answer something like that, I'm not answering it as a way of having some sort of one-upmanship. Sometimes I'm answering it because I want to say, "Well, have you not thought about this?" But I, I just can't be fucking bothered because yeah. people—I don't know what percentage it is of people. Probably a very high percentage of people are on there just to fucking argue with you yeah. because like, they're exactly. And it's, it's, I don't even—I can't even explain. No, what, me. it's part of. Human nature to want to be right. Yeah, and
0: this is so people. This is what people throw up all the time. And as soon as they say this to me, I know their arguments lost. I know there's no point talking to them. They don't have an argument to present anymore. They say to me, "Oh, you always think you're right," and it's like, oh you, or oh, you always want to be right." It's like, "Listen, I always want to be wrong." I'm a fucking thirst for knowledge. I want to learn all the time, which is why I read so much, why I look at politics, which why I, I have hobbies, because I always want to learn. The best thing for me is to be wrong about everything. I don't care about being right. It means nothing. When I get into a cage and a man punches me in the face, he doesn't care if I was right about Tommy Robinson or wrong about Tommy Robinson. So it makes no difference to me if I'm right or wrong. I don't care if people say to me, oh, you were right about that. Because it doesn't affect my life. My life is going to work every day, building houses, training in the gym with people. So people say, oh, you always think you're right. No, I don't. I would love to always be wrong. I like to be wrong about stuff. That's the greatest thing that I can learn and I can grow. And what you, the reason you're saying that, you're not fooling me. You're saying that is because you don't have absolutely any substance left to your argument. So the only thing you can do is try and discredit me and... Mine's not even an argument. I believe that the only way that us as a society can grow and be better is if we talk together, be together, share stuff, will be willing to listen to what other people say. Not think about who's right or wrong. Think about what, what this side and this side, how they can come together and be un- united. No matter, if I'm completely wrong, if I'm completely... Say you've got the, the KKK. The KKK are wrong about all of their don't thinking, I chicks.
1: Don't I, don't don't Yeah, yeah, chicks.
0: Brink. <laughs> yeah. Um, The KKK <clears throat> are completely wrong. That's not even up for discussion, right? But I don't want to keep telling them they're wrong because they're never going to try and say, oh, and uh, now, act- no, nobody's ever thought of putting it to me like that before. Um, lads, we're wrong. Fuck this off. That's not what's it's gonna not happen. Fucking anything, yeah, that's what, fuck this What white get these white robes off, like No, that's not gonna fucking happen. So what I wanna do is this is the people that I know are wrong, okay? Here's me. I can't be right. I can't be right. Cause even telling these people, listen, you can't be doing that to black people and people of colour, you can't be I'm I'm not right. That's not me being right, that's them being wrong that's all that is, they're they're wrong for what they do, I'm not being right, like, because I'm not doing anything, that's just how people are, people are just tolerant, or people should be, so I'm not being right, there's no right for me, they're just wrong, what I want is, there's this opinion, and there's the wrong, what they're doing, there has to be a way that we can come together, and in that coming together, that's harmony, that's the harmony, I believe that that is the only way that society survives without some sort of big fucking Orwellian state that we are working towards. The only way to avoid that, I believe, is that we can stop this segregation, this wanting to be right and wanting to be prove people wrong. Wanting to call people a fucking cunt and not wanting to listen. I believe the only way that we can change this is by... We find that way to come to the middle and and be harmonious. I don't care about being right. I don't care, oh yeah, even by saying that, yeah, you think you're right, that's the only way to go But No, no, no. That's why I said that's what I believe. Not that's the only way. When I put I believe, that means that's a fault. You are well within your rights to tell me why I'm wrong and tell me why that won't work. But don't just say, well, that's not going to work, it's a stupid idea, because that's not telling me anything. That's just saying what I'm saying. Rubbish. Prove to me why this idea won't work. Prove to me why coming together and talking and working together will not produce harmony. And let's see, you know. I don't want to be right. I have no interest in being right. What I'm saying is, let's let's just be united. Let's stop the segregation. Let's stop the hatred. Let's stop the harm. Let's stop all these things. Surely, even if I'm wrong, even if... That's not the solution for society, right? Even That is not the way to prevent an Orwellian state and that is not the way to secure society's standing on this planet, even if it's not. Surely we're better off going out and being eradicated, being harmonious and liking each other and loving each other? Surely, right? Then then carry on and being eradicated and going out whilst... I hate you, and I hate you, and I hate you, and fuck you, and I'm right and you're wrong. I know which way I'd rather, right? Yeah, but it's
1: not going to happen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, it's not going to happen. The whole time people say it's not going to happen. I believe in people. I believe in people, definitely. I like, I believe that it could, but so much has to change, and so much has to change that it does seem impossible, but Hey, fuck it. What have we got to lose? <laughs> no. Oh wait, you're right. <laughs> and on that note? <laughs> it needs to be right. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note? Done. Yeah. Better tie this one up, I guess. It's fucking late, mate. Five past one. Is it um fucking hell. Yes, five past one. I didn't envisage any of this, mate. I thought we were gonna have a long talk about the X peer um, I thought we were gonna have a long talk about what plans and stuff that we had going on I didn't envisage just going this way at all um, but I had fun and uh, I do think that these conversations this is a conversation we have when nobody's listening Yeah. so the fact that we've recorded this and we put it out there I think it's fun that people can listen and think look at those pricks <laughs> you
1: know I mean? they're I'm just fucking wrong
0: fucking wrong <laughs> especially that one who doesn't shut up <laughs> <laughs> um, mate listen thank you very much Um, this will be the last one now until after the x Pier, I guess. Hopefully. Which will be a good one. Hopefully. Tell everyone about it. Hopefully there will be one after the well, x hopefully. <laughs> um, I look forward to it. I look forward to catching up with you again. Um, and hopefully we'll have more insight into that project that we're going to get going. Yeah. So. All right, cool. Yeah.
1: Well, thanks very much, mate. No problem. We'll catch you next time. Cheers.